Chief Executive Julie Scott joins us now. Kia ora, Julie. Kia ora, Lisa. Is this actually going to change anything? Yeah, I, absolutely. So to have nine of those key actions to work from um, and to hold the various partners accountable who have signed up to this, absolutely, this will make an, have an impact. Because some of the things, that, if, if you look at the list, they seem pretty obvious. And let's just run through a couple. Um, form a clear evidence-based understanding of your housing issues and regularly monitor, monitor key indicators and focus on rental solutions for the district's workforce in collaboration with the community. I mean, it's not rocket science, is it? It's not, but let's be very clear, those two examples that you've given, so forming a clear evidence-based understanding of the issues is really important. At our last census count, we had the census told us that 27% of the homes in our district are unoccupied. That's over a quarter of the homes unoccupied. So to really understand the issue, we need that census data was from 2018, so we need to really dig deep and understand the data in order to make start making a difference. The other one that you talked about, which was working on rental solutions with with the local business community, I mean, a great example of that is collaborating with developers um, and employers for long-term leases so that a, an employer could take out a long-term lease for employee housing and then that would enable the developer to attract, attract the equity finance that they need to get on with building the project. So it's all about collaboration within our district. Why do you think it hasn't happened before? Uh, it's it's been happening. It's been trying to happen uh, for a little while, but perhaps you know the the problem is so acute now that we're really at the pointy end, and something needs to be done. So, affordable housing, making more affordable housing available. Do you collectively know what you think is affordable? Well, there's an international definition for affordability and that is uh, mentioned throughout the report, the Joint Housing Action Plan, and it, but essentially it says that you shouldn't be spending more than 30 to 35% of your gross income on housing costs, so that can be either mortgage or it can be rent. So that's what we work towards. Yeah, and so what would that mean, the goal is, in terms of, say, buying a house in Queenstown, making more affordable houses to purchase, you know, taking a, taking a median wage down there, what would be an affordable house according to this joint plan? Well... Uh, under our housing model, uh, through our community housing trust, we have a, have a bit of a different uh, assisted ownership model. So we yeah. we separate their land from the improvements, and the household buys the improvements, and that way it remains affordable because you've taken the land out of the purchase price. So that's one way that we do it. If you're talking about the general market, yeah, absolutely, it's pretty tricky to um, start creating affordable housing when the median house price is 1.7 million. So you've got a thousand families, are they on your wait list? One thousand and twenty-two households. Now they're a mixture of families, couples, singles, senior housing um, households. So a, a real mixture in there. And, and what hope is there for them right now? Well, we've set a goal of how creating 1,000 new homes by 2038. So we're on that path. Uh, we've got a, a bit of time up our sleeves, but as you can see, you know, we've got more demand than we can um, supply in terms of housing. But certainly this this plan and bringing in these partners, central government partners, along with council and ourselves that are already doing the mahi, we will hopefully make a bit of a difference for these households. Um, one of the other points in this plan, nine-point plan, is to... Um, 
incentivize developers to provide affordable housing, influence and incentivize, what might that look like? Well, here's an example for you. A couple of weeks ago, we had a visit from Sam Stubbs from Simplicity, who's obviously tied up with Simplicity Living. Now they're delivering a lot of affordable housing in Auckland, and they've started talking about coming into our district. So just engaging with developers like Simplicity Living and um, introducing them to other landowners down here and helping perhaps facilitate bringing these developers into the district to build at scale and at an affordable price point. Julie, if I can just go back to what you were saying about data and empty houses, right? Mm. So is there anything in this plan that would do anything to assist with the number of empty houses you have down there? Not that I'm aware of, and I think that's a bit of a tricky one. That's we, we, I'm not familiar with the legal um, framework and whether it is possible to tax empty households. I, I don't think it is as far as I'm aware, but it's certainly something interesting perhaps to explore. It's just been done recently in Vancouver. Where they and it's tax. one of the Green Party's policies, actually. One of their tax policies is what they call ghost houses, ones that lie empty for extended periods of time. Yeah, yeah, it is too. Um, look, it is an interesting idea to explore. Whether it's realistic uh, is, is yet to be determined.